Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody, to Girl Power Half Hour. I'm Annette Bingham, and Tasha Humphrey is here today. Hello, Tasha. Hello, everyone. You're here every day. So every single <laughs> not day. Just today. You're here every day. That's right. Every which day. Is, which is yeah, which is good because <laughs> I couldn't do it without you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad my evil twin's not showing up to do it. That would be a whole other show. Oh no, no, no! We don't want that. <laughs> yeah, that would be a, no, uh-uh. can't handle that. <laughs> well, everybody, this is Wellness Wednesday, and we are going to be talking about balance and the balancing act that we have to do as human beings. And the first thing that we really want to talk about and, and Wellness Wednesday, we're going to have so many different topics on all different kinds of things, but Tasha and I both felt like balance is the number one thing that we need to look at first before we can really go into all these other areas. And what do I mean by balance? Okay, uh, that's a word that's thrown around a lot. You hear it all the time. People, you know, are finding their their balance and they're doing this to find their balance and, and people are going, what the heck is balance? And balance is just really bringing every area of your life into a, you know, in a way that you're not being pulled too hard in one direction or another that you've got that balance of the internal and the external elements, um, your mind, um, body, your spirit, all that internal and external. That's what balance is, just bringing it all together where you feel calm, you feel grounded, you can make good decisions for yourself, Um, You can move forward where you need to move forward. You can say no when you need to say no. So for me, that's what balance is. Tasha, what's it for you? Well, honestly, I feel like it's some of the same. Um, You know, I I use a a little bit of a different terminology, but I look at it as a holistic uh, holistic concept. Holistic meaning all of the self, the entire self. the whole self, so that would include emotional, psychological, spiritual, and physical, and taking all of those into account and making sure that each one of those elements is in balance. So, uh, for instance, to me, to be out of balance would uh, would be like if you were focused only on your physical appearance, only on your physical self, um, let's say you go to the gym all the time and that's where your focus is and that's all you really care about is how you look and and how you know physically fit you are and then everything else you're seemingly just ignoring then you're you're off balance because you're tilted to one side and you're simply going to the physical aspect of the self and everything else is taking a back seat and to me that is holistically being off balance. Same as if you were a workaholic and spent all your time working 
and didn't get enough sleep, didn't get enough rest, didn't get enough food, wasn't you weren't practicing good self-care, um, and you weren't taking care of your physical self or your spiritual self or your emotional self, um, in those senses then you would be, again, out of balance. And in, in turn, so would your relationships because they're all affected. Whether or not you're in balance is going to determine whether or not your relationships are in balance. So I see it as a holistic um, concept as well, just like you do. Yeah, and um, I mean, I was a, a single parent uh, raising three kids, and I found myself during that period of time really, really out of balance because I had to work all the time. Sure. And what would happen is when I did get a day, I'd crash. Mm-hmm. And there was no family time, no time for taking care of me. There was no time to form any kind of lasting relationships with people because during that time that I had, I would literally be crashed out, (laughs) you know. Right, yeah. And and so there's a lot of single mothers out there who are in that situation, and you've got to learn to balance out the work, the family, and you know, taking care of yourself. And it can right. be done. It can be done. I mean, I eventually learned to manage that. But it took a very long time, and it took me getting sick and depressed before I was able to do that. Right. So I, I think I think saying no is one of the most beautiful things <laughs> ever well, don't you when think- you're trying to find balance. Don't you think in that, I mean, this has just been my personal experience that I've noticed this as well with other people, and then you just mentioned it. You know, we've all we've oftentimes seen when people do get overworked like that or overstressed or they go through some sense of crisis or they are workaholics to a degree. Or even if they're, you know, uh, training for a marathon or going through anything where they're where they're not, either because they are focused too much on that area or because for whatever reason it's impossible for them to be in balance at that time, Um, everything else does take a backseat. Don't you notice that either with yourself or with others that, that it is during those times that you get sick because your body is trying to find that balance itself and so it kind of forces you to lay down? You know, and just you're going to take a break whether you like it. Yeah, you're going to take a break whether you like it or not. I mean, because here, here's the flu. you got no choice. Lay down. And and if you don't take a break, because you know people, I know people who, um, I don't personally do this. I'm a big baby when I'm sick. You of all people know this. Um, (laughs) Yes. I call you constantly. Yes, I'm very anxious people. So if I have a problem with something, I'm a little little on the hypochondriac side, I think. But um, when I have any sort of illness, I'm practicing self-care to a flaw. So I'm I'm definitely one of those that's going to stay home from work and take care of me. But there are people out there that will get the flu and still go to work. Not only is that selfish because then they're going to give the flu to everybody else, but they're not practicing self-care. And in, and then, of course, it gets worse, you know, pneumonia or something like that, to where not only are they having to sit at home, but they're hospitalized. You know, we see that well, a lot. And, and let me give you a little example of, of how we – you know, we need to empower ourselves and we need to take responsibility for taking care of ourselves. And Mm -hmm. I was working, I was married at the time, I was working 
long hours. I was director of a daycare, quite a large daycare, and I was really working all the time. Luckily, I had my kids there with me. But I ended up getting sick, getting very, very sick. I had pneumonia. And Mm -hmm. I went to the doctor, and he said, you have pneumonia. Uh, You are going to be in bed. And I said, I can't. Mm -hmm. I've got three kids to take care of. Now, granted, I was married at the time. I had a husband. But I knew that things would not be taken care of. Mm -hmm. Or at least I thought, in my mind, I thought things would not be taken care of. Right. And so instead of going to bed, um, of course, I did everything myself still. Mm -hmm. And what I look back on now, had I been more empowered at that time, I would have said, look, this is what the doctor told me. I'm going to Mm -hmm. bed. And this is what needs to be done, so I expect you to do it, you know. Right. because I needed to be there for my kids and I needed to be there for my job later on. So we need to be, when we learn to take self-care as really something important for us, we become more empowered. And that's when you can say no. That's when you can say, I'm sorry, but I can't do that because I'm spending a day you know, doing my own little spa day or I'm spending the day doing this or that, you know, something that I really love. Um, Mm -hmm. That empowers us, and that's what we need to do. And that's why I that holistic. Agreed. And you know what? We, We mentioned it the other day when we were talking about mindfulness, but when you sit... You know, in a moment, I, I, in fact, I found myself doing this today, and, and, and it comes ba- it comes down to balance. It really does because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm a busy woman. You know that. I'm I'm always involved in numerous things, as as you are as well. Um, but I'm always I've always got numerous pans in the fire, so I'm constantly going. And, and if I allowed myself, I'd never get a break because people are sure. always wanting my time for for one event or another or one thing or another, and I'm. I mean, I could literally be be busy 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I've had Mm -hmm. to learn how to set boundaries. I've had to learn how to say no. I've had to learn how to set boundaries and and say, you know, I'm not available after this time or I can't do this, you know, I can't do this at this specific time um, or here's the hours where I can be reached or just say, you know, I'm taking the day off and what I mean by that is don't disturb me about anything unless there's a fire or an emergency. I don't want to be bothered. Um, it's important for us to do that, but it's also important because, you know, I find myself, I have two dogs that, you know, I love dearly, and anybody that knows mm-hmm. me or or is friends with me on Facebook knows that. And, again, I want to say we have a Facebook page. Just look it up, Girl Power Happy Hour. Or Girl Power Happy Hour. Happy Hour would be a lot of fun. Woo-hoo! Girl Power Half Hour um, on, on Facebook. Look us up and you can find us there. But on my personal page, if you're a friend of mine, then you know that I love my dogs as my children, and, you know, I don't, I do work, and I don't get to see them as much, I mean, I'd love to take them with me, I'm sure, as every parent would probably at times want to take their kids, um, but I I found myself today, you know, I, I saw my dogs playing, and they're looking up at me, and I had a, a million things to do, but it was just one of those times where I was like, you know, be in this moment, because these are, these are valuable moments, and I laid down on the floor, and, and just 
held them for a little while. And, of course, my mind kept wanting to go to a million different things I needed to do. And, you know, I thought, I mean, I can take five minutes and just enjoy this for a minute and, and just relax, you know, and, and, and be here in this moment. And we really do need to give ourselves I mean, obviously, we need to be in the moment at all times as much as possible, but we certainly need to give ourselves some downtime. I mean, not just at night, not just after five, but we need little breaks, you know, where we can just, just for five minutes. I mean, what's it going to kill? Some people take, you know, when you've got people that are smokers that take cigarette breaks, well, give yourself a mental break just for five minutes throughout your day, you know, just where you're just, enjoying something that that doesn't have to do with work, that doesn't have to do with chores, that doesn't have to do with um, events or stressful situations in your life, just check out for five minutes because that will keep, well, you, yeah. that will keep you balanced, you know. And that's really important that it, it doesn't have to be a whole day. No. It can be two or three minutes, five minutes tops sure. to be yeah. able to do some breathing and just sit and do nothing. And we need yeah. to do that. We need to learn to do that. It's okay. It is not selfish. I hear that right. all the time when I encourage people to start taking care of themselves and doing some things that they love. First thing out of their mouth, well, isn't that selfish? No. Yeah. It's selfish I, I hear that to, too. It's selfish to run yourself so ragged that you're no good to anybody. Exactly. You can't keep it up. And, that is and exactly one thing, right. I have a something that I use with people when I work with them, and it's I think a lot of counselors use them, uh, life coaches, a lot of people use them. It's the Wheel of Life, mm-hmm. very simple tool to use. It's just a circle, and you divide it up into the areas that you want to focus on, mm-hmm. and number one through ten from the center being zero out to the outer portion being ten. And how comfortable are you with it? You know, like with um, work. Do you really love work, which is a Mm ten, or do you really hate work, which is a one? Mm -hmm. And put a little dot there and and you you work it out. What I'm going to do, I'm going to put a link on our Facebook page to a place that they can download and learn how to use the Wheel of Life because yeah. I think it's really important for everyone to take stock of where they're at in their life and what areas and, and put every area that you need to focus on, family, work, leisure, uh, spirituality, um, exercise, put it all on there. And and use that wheel, and you'll be surprised what comes up if you're honest with yourself. And so if you can do that, uh, I'll put that on the Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash girlpowerhalfhour. Go take a look at it and join our page. And then you can download that and take a look at it and learn how to use it because it'll help you give you some perspective of where you're at and where you want to um, be more playful or be more focused. Um, I think it's really important to do that. You need to take stock occasionally. Right. 
And I, I love what you said. Um, you said, you know, it, when you said that you when you talk about um, self care and putting yourself first, and uh, people think that that's selfish. You know, it's interesting that you say that. When I talk about self love. Uh, and saying that I love myself, if I say that I love myself, do you know how many people think that I'm arrogant when I say that, that that's egotistical oh, yeah. to say that? Yeah. And mm-hmm. it, it, it's not. It's. I mean, if you don't love yourself, who who will? I mean, that's you have to love you, and you have to care for you because you're the only one that can. And I can tell you, as a person who, you know, again, we haven't really gone too deeply into my story, and I'm sure at some point we will delve more into my Nana Nets personal stories, um, but I don't have any family. My immediate family's all passed away. I don't have a mom, a dad, a sister, a brother, anybody, grandmother, grandfather. Um, and so as such, you know, I, I am on my own essentially. And, I mean, I, of course I have friends that I can call on, but we all know anybody that's been without family and that has really had to rely on friends, they, they are not your biological family. They are not responsible for you. They do not know your allergies, and therefore, if they go to the ER, with, they have no idea you're highly allergic to penicillin. Like, they don't know any of that. They're your friends. So as such, whenever things happen to me, that's one reason I do get so freaked out when I get sick, is because I am all that I have. I'm the only one that can care for me, unless Precious or Mr. Pickles can suddenly learn how to make soup. I'm the one that's going to have to do it. And develop some. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, you know, they're pretty talented, so I don't know. It could happen. Yes. But I think I think the important point that I'm trying to make is that I had to learn pretty quickly. I mean, I had been working on it again, like I've mentioned before, in my own personal counseling with self-care and self-love. But it's a good thing I was because once all these people were gone, I mean, I'd kind of somewhat been on my own all my life, considering the family I came from, but once it was really physically real, like a reality that they were gone, it really did become a very important factor in my life that I had to love myself and I had to care for myself. Because if you're not practicing self-care and if you're not living in a balanced life and those things do get out of balance and then you do become sick, or you and I'm not even necessarily talking about physical illness because obviously if we're out of balance we can also become mentally ill we can suffer from depression or anxiety you know we we always have to make sure that we're keeping everything in balance because that can manifest in so many different ways and when it does like you said not only are you no good for yourself but you're no good to anybody else you can't take care of your kids if you're down with the flu or pneumonia, you can't take care of your kids. If you're suffering mental depression or high anxiety, you can't. That's you're not going to be good for them if you're not being good to you. And it's much like when you fly in an airplane, and they tell you that when you when they drop the oxygen mask, you need to put it on you, not your baby, because if you're not okay, then nobody's there to take care of the baby. You know, so you have sure. to take care of yourself. And that is so difficult to explain to mothers or to explain to people because they don't understand that self-care and self-love is much different than being selfish, that it's actually selfless because you're taking care of you so that you will be here to take care of the people that rely on you. And and something else that I would like to to kind of interject is it's important that we create balance in our lives, but yeah. we need to do it in a way where we're not cruel to ourselves 
by saying, right. oh, I'm so, well, you know, why didn't I do this before? I should do this and I should do that. If you don't do it perfectly, that's okay. Oh, most definitely. You know, if, if, you're, if you're cruel to yourself and you're not kind to yourself while you're creating it and you're putting yourself down for missing a day or mm-hmm. not doing something you knew you were supposed to do to take care of yourself, that gets you nowhere. And it's well, and going back to like Monday, we talked about judgment. Don't judge what happens, right? You know, don't judge your actions or your thoughts. It's just a thought. It's just an action, right? And let me interject and say that, you know, everything that we're going to discuss on on these shows, in in terms of this, is stuff that Annette and I don't have down perfectly by any means. I mean, I'm. Right now, personally, this is TMI, but I even said it before our show started. I, I'm suffering PMS right now. All you women out there know exactly what I'm talking about. There's absolutely no way to be completely balanced during that time. My hormones are completely off balance, and therefore everything else is as well, and it's all I can do to maintain sanity at times. But that is, that's, it's a process, and that's the thing. Personal growth is a process, and, and I will say this. This is something I heard um, when I was in uh, my undergrad work at Texas Tech University, and Dr. Carl Anderson, another one of my mentors, said, and I, I'll never forget this statement. I use it all the time. It's not about perfection. It's about progress. And that's all we can ask of ourselves. Make progress. Absolutely. And don't judge yourself because none of us are perfect. It's not about perfection. It's not about being perfect. It's about making progress. That's all we can do. Well, let me give you a little little tip here, uh, everybody that's listening. And Tasha's right. Neither one of us are getting this perfectly. Um, I'm almost 60, and I'm still working on it. I'm just now getting to where I'm taking care of myself physically the way I should and exercising and, and that sort of thing. So it's, it is a process, and a, uh, I am making progress Um Getting up at 5.30 in the morning to run is not my idea of a good time, but I'm doing no. it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and it's I'm my idea better. of growth, yes. Yeah, but um, when when you – I really encourage you to download that wheel and look at it and, and, decide, and play with it and see what areas you want to work at. And if you find an area that you want to work on, my suggestion to you is pick one area. Say it's your spirituality, like you're really disconnected to spirit and you really want to bring that back into your life. Because I know that's a that can be a really tough one sometimes. So pick that and do one thing, have one goal. And it might be, okay, I'm going to meditate or pray or read a um, spiritual book five minutes every day. Five minutes, that's all it takes. And then as you get that as something that you begin to enjoy and look forward to, you can add time. You can um, go to another element of your life that you want to work on and, and pick one piece of that and make a goal to do it. Mm -hmm. So often people try to overwhelm themselves 
because they look and they say, well, I really hate my job. I'm not spiritually connected. I have a rotten relationship with my kids, um, so I'm going to work on all three of those. No. (laughs) You're going to overwhelm yourself. Yeah, you're going to overwhelm yourself and you're going to say, forget it. It's too hard. I'm not going to do this. You know, or I'm, I can't do it. I'm, I'm stupid. I'm lazy. I'm all these names. And that's where you're being cruel to yourself trying to create this balance. And you've got to stop and, and think about that. And mm-hmm. know that you can't overwhelm yourself. Do one little step at a time. That's all and it practice takes. Pa- yeah, practice patience because, again, it's a process and, and it's a learning process. It's a, it, it, again, it's about progress, not perfection. So practice patience with yourself and just, you know, like like Annette said, take take it little baby steps. That's all you can do, baby steps, and and see that progress and then go from there. Just don't overwhelm yourself because there's no need to do that. It's not – if you're overwhelming yourself, that's out of balance, so there's, that's defeating the purpose. So just, you know, take it one little baby step at a time. Yeah, and, and you know, people say 21 days and it's a habit. I really kind of disagree with that. I think it takes a lot longer. I really do. And my suggestion is if you can do it for three whole months, then you've pretty well got it down. Mm-hmm. And that's not an issue. Um, but be aware of the things that pull you off course. Learn where you have to say no. And you can say no kind you know, you don't have to of be worried about it. Sure. You can just say, you know, you know, I'd really love to do that, but I'm spending time with my kids. Or I'd really love to do that, but I'm I'm going to a retreat. Or even I'm going to have my own little personal retreat at home for an hour. Yes. I Whatever. mean, that's the thing right there. Being able to say, never be afraid to say, you know, I'd love to, but I'm going for a walk with myself or I'm taking a mental health day. That's what I like to call them is, is a mental health day or a mental health moment, whatever you whatever you need, mental health hour, I don't care. But take some time and, and don't be afraid to tell people, hey, this is what I'm doing because if they have a problem with you taking care of yourself, they're probably not good friends in the first place because they're not well, concerned it, about you. Well, and it's not that they're not necessarily concerned about them, but I really feel like they're they're really – not thinking about the other person as clearly as they should, right. you know, and and they feel that they're not doing it, so why should anybody else? Right. And you, by doing it and speaking it and telling people, you're actually educating other people. Exactly. That this is a healthy thing to do, and this is what I'm doing. And when they begin to see the changes that take place, Right, and they're going to say, "Oh, well, maybe it does work." <laughs> so that's exactly Possibly. right. But I think it's really important to set some goals for yourself, small goals, and and tackle them really one at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think the the changes last better that way. Right, they really do. So I really suggest you do that. And I'll have that on the Facebook page so that you can download it and um, take a look at it and play with it and see 
I think you might be surprised or you might go, oh, yeah, I knew that. (laughs) (laughs) But then you go in and that's when you can say, okay, I'm going to tackle this one and make one little goal. And that's all you have to do. It really is. Um, Tomorrow we've got Thankful Thursday. So we will be taking callers tomorrow. And remember that if you want to talk to us, when you call in, it will tell you to press 1 if you want to talk to us. Otherwise, you can just listen in without pressing the 1. And we will definitely get with you and with as many as we can. Um, And tell us your stories that are inspiring or full of compassion or things that made you feel good. We want to know. We want to be sharing those. And um, we'll be having story our own stories to share. But we really would love to have everybody else's stories too. You can even go on our Facebook page and post them. And we will, you know, relay those to people on air. Um, you can actually message us on our Facebook page and even message us or email us on our Blog Talk Radio page. So um, I'm excited about tomorrow. And then questions so on Friday. Oh, yes. Make sure, because, again, tomorrow is Thoughtful Thursday. We want to make sure that you send stories in for that. But also be sure to send in your questions. You can send them in as, as soon as today um, via our Facebook page or the Blog, uh, blog Talk Radio page and, and let us know what questions you have for Friday. Yay, I'm excited about that to see what questions they have. And and if we don't have the answers, we'll find out. <laughs> yes, exactly. So we, we will talk with you all tomorrow at 5 o'clock for Thoughtful Thursday. See you then.